Whenever you're ready, sir. Oh, righty then. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Welcome yeah, back yeah. to the 90s. Shut up. You're the one. No, 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 no. Oh, it's going it's to be one of those fucking shows. Turd. <laughs> Such a child. Yep, totally. Welcome back to the watch list with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to engage us on your social media at symbol, the watch list pod. Welcome to a new week yeah. where we actually have new stuff. New and stuff. New stuff. Although some of it's not good stuff. Oh, yeah, there's that. But it is the first week of me not talking about korean dramas Whoa. even though i watched some what? i i will not better you folks with them although you had promised to watch a korean drama and i'm so glad i didn't keep that promise yay no that's not true i'm sorry about that but um i unfortunately forgot that promise but i will keep that promise for our next show no it was legitimate i i honestly forgot that promise but i will make it up to you um, for the next show, I promise that. Okay. All right. All right. But no, no K dramas. Not saying again that there's anything bad about K dramas at all. I love them. Obviously. I think <laughs> if she... anybody has listened to the show before, they know. But for brand new listeners, I love K dramas, which means Korean dramas because they're fabulous. And by the way, thank you to all of our listeners as well. We appreciate each and every one of you. Yes, we do. Let's get crap out of the way first. You and I just happened, and and, and folks, just for a little bit of background, we, we generally don't tell each other what we're watching, just to keep it fresh and, and all that other sort of stuff. And we just happened to watch a couple of the same things this week. Again. Again, I know. Uh, and one of them is is the absolutely abysmal Call Me Cat starring oh. Mayim Bialik on Fox. Yeah, I, we caught it we caught the first episode on Hulu. And this show is uh it's an American version of a British show called Miranda mm -hmm. that starred was written by produced by Miranda Hart. And Miranda Hart is a producer on this American version but that didn't help it in any way whatsoever. Oh my God, is it bad? It is unbelievably awful. Yeah, it sucks. And my Bialik so is cool. Terrible. It was so terrible. It it was awful. She, <laughs> my Bialik stars as this. What is it? She's a forty-year-old. She's thirty-nine. Whatever. She's and... thirty-nine and single. And her mother is played by Swoozy Kurtz, and she works in this books. Uh, no, um, where is it's she? It's a work? cafe with cats in it. She Whatever. has this midlife crisis or something. Quits her job as a professor and spends her money to open a cat cafe. Yeah, but you have your typical characters in it. You have lovable old man. You have sassy friend. You have intrusive but lovable mother. I mean, it's just bad. The British version was just 
so much better and smarter. And it aired in 2009. You could see the whole thing, I believe, on, I saw it on Amazon Prime, but uh, Wikipedia is saying you could find it on uh, Hulu. Oh, good. Okay. Because it made me want to watch the first episode of that. I find it so much better. Okay. Um, so much better. So without giving too much airtime to Call Me Cat, uh, hang up. Don't call Cat. It's terrible. Oh, do not. Don't even go there. Just don't waste your time. Don't even. Just just go for the original British version because it's the original and it's just going to be better. Yeah. So the second thing we watched, uh, independently but together, was Outside the Wire, starring Anthony Mackie, Falcon. Mm-hmm. Meh. You know, it started out pretty good, and it seemed like it was going places, and then it just got cheesy and really stupid. I didn't yeah. even finish watching to the, the beginning of the credits. Really? I, mean, I saw the the end bit there and I was like, huh. And then it just starts getting really lame. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, just turn this shit off. Just turn this shit off. I'm like, I yeah. don't need to sit on this any longer. This is just dumb. So the movie takes place in the 2030s, the late 2030s. And wars are being fought by, you know, soldier bots in certain well, circumstances it's a civil and, war between pro-russian insurgents and the local resistances in the ukraine folks believe me when i tell you you won't care uh yeah, yeah that but, that stuff doesn't care but hey i have the information in front of me so I was and of course it. just so they know it's not like in 2036 us the main thing that got us to watch it and Laura and I were both like, okay, well, we like Anthony Mackie and we like androids. And it's no it's no surprise Anthony Mackie actually plays a top secret android. Yeah, that's in like the trailer bit. And it's in the trailer. So, okay, a little sci-fi, a little action. Yeah. We're on board. Yeah, that was my thing, my thought. Oh, my God. I think a couple of times I nodded off. There are plot holes galore in this. And... I, I, you know, you're stopping a madman from getting nuclear codes, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, you could do more with 115 minutes of your life. Oh, completely. Yes. Just don't, it, it's not worth your time, really. No, it's really not. And at, and at best, at best in the 80s, that would have been a one night VHS rental B movie. Yeah, you know, totally. if you could yeah. get it cheap, if because my local video store over on 51st and uh, Lake Park, right across from my high school, mm -hmm. Kenwood, shout out, um, actually used to have older movies. You could rent three for five bucks. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that was cool. So that would be one of those. And if and if you have the opportunity to catch it for free, don't. Watch actually Captain America Civil War instead so you can actually see Falcon do some cool shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't matter. Well, and you could see this for free if you had Netflix, but don't. Don't yeah. waste your time. There yeah. are other things on Netflix that you could watch, like, I don't know, a Korean drama. <laughs> you'll enjoy that far more than you'll enjoy this. Seriously, yeah. you will. Yeah. You really will. So what's one thing that you watched that that I did not? 
Okay, so another thing that I watched that you did not, that is also crap and maybe you want to stay away from it, is a new series on Netflix. It's called Fate, the Winx Saga. It oh is- my God, I saw the trailer for that and I passed it up because it looked so crappy. <laughs> yes, it's inspired by a Nickelodeon animated series called oh. Winx Club. Yes, I am but, putting the finger to my head now in the shape yeah, of the girl. Yeah. Well, oh. it, it was like 1.30 in the morning. I'm trying to knit this baby Afghan. So I just was like, eh, whatever. Magical people, whatever. And, oh my God, this is so bad. I mean, it's just so many layers of not good. It is like Harry Potter, but totally CW soap opera-y. And the the one person of color Mm, is, of course, the white girl's support system. Of course. Of course she is. Because we're either lifting people up or the antagonist somehow. Yes. Uh. And she is. She is the one person of color. You see one other person of color, but they are just an extra walking past the camera to make this school look diverse. Which is bullshit. We never see that girl again. The extra girl? The extra who walks past the camera at the very opening of the very first episode. And see the CW. Well, that's not a CW CW show. This is a Netflix show. Yeah. I know. But that ilk of show that appeals to younger viewers, I I just I I find it so fucking hard to believe that in 2021. And again, I hate saying I can't believe that in 2021 blank something about race. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that is I, I it is stupid and it should be eradicated, especially in images of 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 different people of color on TV. And it irks me that there is actually only one character of color on this show. Yeah, there is only one character of color on the show. There are and a total of six episodes. Oh, six God. total episodes. So you've got six hours worth of this. And it it's from it's supposed I never watched this animated series so I don't know anything about the animated series but apparently from what I've read the animated series is a little more it is more diverse and they've taken some of the diverse characters and just whitewashed them essentially not that you care but it's a story about it's a high school in the other realm because you have fairies and this girl who is in our realm from California finds out she was a fairy and kind of set her parents on fire. And now she's at this school and the school has the fairy. As you would be. Yeah, yeah. It has the fairy wing. And then there's the, I don't know, the protector wing. So you've got some of these kids are going to become bodyguards or security guards or soldiers. I don't know. And the others are learning about magic. And you don't really give a shit because this is really terrible. Don't watch it. Fate, the Winx saga on Netflix. Just don't waste your time. There are many other shows that I could tell you about it, you know, for the rest of your life that are better than this show. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I sat and again, through six hours of this terrible shit. I did. And, 
Well, why'd you sit through because all of it? Because I was then? knitting and I just didn't buy you know, I'm like, I don't even want to. I'll just, it, it's background noise while I'm knitting so I don't lose my spot or, or have to tear it out yet again because I've torn it apart three times now. But then why not just put on an old movie that you like or something? Because then background. I'll be watching it and not paying attention to what I'm doing. Uh, whatever. I mean, well, okay. Thank you for saying it's crap. It's terrible. Yeah. People need to know this is something to stay away from along with that outside the wire that was terrible and call me cat. That was terrible. Yeah. And another movie, speaking of terrible that you watched a long time ago that I just watched with Laura tonight as we were like right before we recorded the show is the Nicolas Cage movie, mom and dad. What a racist piece of shit that is. Now, it's made by the same guy who did the movie Crank. So it amps up a lot of the action and the violence in it to that sort of hyper sort of video game type violence. And there were some funny bits in it. But my main thing, and this movie is from what, 2017-ish? Yeah, I don't remember much of it other than it was really, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah, it's it's from the late 20 teens and the only character of color in this is the only one who's actually hurt. So Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair p- play the main parents and it, you you come to find out that something is actually reversing the care part of parents and turning that care into a need to kill your own children which is a kind of interesting story if it weren't for the fact that this white family, the Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair family, had an Asian cook who spoke typical broken English. Then the boyfriend of the daughter of Nicolas Cage, who is black, lives on the wrong side, the poor side of town. And the only other minor characters of color are his next door neighbor and his alcoholic father. And then when all the action ensues, the daughter and son of Nicolas Cage and Selma Blair, they don't get hurt. But the poor black kid gets his head thrown into the floor. He falls off the staircase and he gets a a coat hanger thrust into his cheek. It's not even subtle racism. Oh, and the Asian... Cook maid's daughter gets killed by the Asian cook maid lady. Yes. Yeah. So and and I don't know if the if the filmmaker was going for some type of message about suburbia and blah blah blah, but regardless of whether that was lost on me or not, it was lost on me because I couldn't get past in 2021 the absolute overt racist parts of these movies. I love Nicolas Cage. I really do. I've actually loved some of the work of Selma Blair as well. I actually enjoyed the movie Crank. But at the but for me, with these eyes on now, stay away from mom and dad. That sounded weird, but you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Stay away stay from away mom and dad. Don't watch mom stay, and dad. <laughs> yeah, don't watch mom and dad. Uh, okay, so what else did you watch? So another thing that we watched, also on Netflix, this uh-huh. is it's a movie called Death of Me. It's a horror movie from 2020. 
It stars Maggie Q and Luke Hemsworth. And it's about an American couple who are vacationing on a remote island in Thailand. And they uncover this mystery behind this strange video they find on the phone that they don't remember doing. But also, you know, in this disturbing video, it shows them killing each other. But clearly, they're still alive. And it's just... uh, It's not particularly good. It's... She's, uh, I don't even know how to explain how stupid this movie was. Essentially, they're on this island in Thailand, this remote island, where the people are following these ancient customs, and there's this ancient thing. Think Wicker Man, but in Thailand. If you've seen the Wicker Man. How they have I, their I little have not, festival. Well, they have their little festival thing, and there's always some kind of ritual sacrifice for whatever. And you know, the outsider's clearly gonna be the sacrifice. And that's what this is. And it's not really that good. And where is this piece of shit? It's on again? Netflix. It's called I... Death of Me, and it's on Netflix. And it's from 2020. It was released in October of 2020. So it's relatively new, but it's not. It's not so great. So what I'm thinking, though, is maybe what we're watching, like all this shit that we're watching now, put mom and dad aside because that was made before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But some of this newer stuff that we're watching is maybe so shoddy because there's a rush to get content out there just for people to consume. But then again, they made Bridgerton, which was a hoot and a holler. Love yeah. that show. So we're finding some bad stuff right now that you really might want to stay away from. And that's why we exist on this podcast. Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, here we for. watch shit for you. So you don't have to. So in increasing the level of from bad to okay is the new six episode series on Amazon Prime called Flack. And what is this about? Uh, so it stars Anna Paquin, the piano, the piano. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to do that. Um, so Flack, for everybody who doesn't know what a Flack is, it's a PR person. Uh-huh. You're a PR Flack. And Anna Paquin plays a very high-powered, very good at controlling a message and image PR person who works for this firm. And they have a variety of different clients who fuck up and then she's got to go clean up the mess. But she's fucked up herself. And so she's got a lot of baggage because this takes place in London. And I love London. Love fucking love London. So shout out to London. But they moved to London. Her and her sister and the sister's family moved to London because a year before that, their mom killed herself. So they wanted to move away from New York and go someplace, and they settled in London. This show, remember the show I was telling you guys about um, before called Rake? Yeah. The Australian show. I watched show. some of that. Yeah. So as fucked up as his life is, combine that show with Olivia Pope from Scandal, and you have Flack. Hmm. Okay. Because she's very good at her job, but she's incredibly damaged. 
And I liked the show, but I turned to Laura afterward and I said, so what'd you think? She said, you know, it's not, and she's not an Anna Paquin fan by any stretch of the imagination, but she said, you know, it's not great, but I wouldn't not watch another episode of it. So I take that as actually Anna Paquin doing a pretty good job. <laughs> okay. And having been in PR myself, I thought it was kind of interesting, like hyper. Well, no, I'm not going to say hyper unrealistic because we don't know what goes into the PR and imaging of celebrities. Mm. But each episode, there are six episodes. Each one is about 50 minutes on Amazon Prime. You could do worse. So if you're looking for a quick filler, if you have a show hole, why not? All right. All right. And then the last thing that I have is a new series that's on BBC America. It just premiered a couple weeks ago, and it's called The Watch. It is inspired by Terry Pratchett's no Discworld novels. It's set in the Discworld, obviously, because it's based on the novels, where the Discworld is a flat world riding on the backs of elephants that are riding on top of a giant turtle that is walking through space. The turtle is called the Great Atuan. That is his name. And the watch is about the police force of the city of Ankh-Morpork. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, you know, the city is just... The city of Ankh-Morpork is just a cesspool of criminal <laughs> activity, <laughs> but it is, it is a cesspool of criminal activity. And so the, the watch is pretty useless, really quite useless, but uh, they get a couple, they get a guy who joins and he's trying to make the watch better to make the city better and less criminal overrun with criminals. And there's giant, dragon flying around burning half the city and it's they get it up it's just it's it's really funny it's really goofy it's a lot of fun it is very terry pratchett even though sir terry pratchett has passed it's wow. still they taken all of his source material and they've made a pretty good show of it and it's on bbc america you it's on bbc america yes they've only got four episodes out so far but there's a total of eight. Oh, good okay so that's a that's a good show for people this to watch this is a very good show you're really gonna like it i love it and i've been reading the discworld novels for a long time and really if oh. you want to read the discworld novels they are there are so many and you do not have to read them in order they can be read out of order completely I and I and I've said this in front of friends and I've said this to Laura, you know, just me and her. I admire the fuck out of her. She can devour books like I devour a fucking Big Mac. I swear to God. <laughs> and she she is so well read. And I and I absolutely dig that about her so much. She is the one who devours books. So I should tell her about this series to see if she's interested in it. Me, I'm the movie guy. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. This is a great series. Clearly fantasy novels. Um, Death is a character both in the novels and in the in the series. 
And uh, if she wants to go for the very first book, it is called The Color of Magic. There is also a little mini series that you can get on Amazon of the first episode of the first book, The Color of Magic. And what's the show you're talking about on BBC America? It is called The Watch. The Watch. Okay. I watched two more things that I'm sort of combining into one because they deal with the same subject matter. Okay. So the best thing that I watched this past week is the movie One Night in Miami. And it came out in late 2020, and it's directed by the absolutely incredible Regina King. I would love to sit down and meet her. Oh, yeah. Um, But it is... It's a, it's a fictional account of a real meeting that took place between Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke in a room at the Hampton House uh, Motel in February of 1964 to celebrate a, uh, Muhammad Ali at 22 beating Sonny Liston to become the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. And through this movie, you realize that all four of those of those men were friends. That first of all, that's something I did not realize. But what's amazing about this movie and where the movie really takes off is that you there are they talk about the different areas of power that they have in this emerging civil rights movement. I mean, the the nineteen fifty five death of Emmett Till absolutely horrendous and that kicked off the civil rights movement but by 64 you actually had more black people in power and jim brown was an incredible sports star muhammad ali just became the heavyweight champion of the world malcolm x was actually political enemy number one in this country for a while and sam cook was taking over the world of music so the themes of real black power in the United States, especially Sam Cooke, who actually was a trailblazer because he actually owned all of his own publishing and songs, which even in today's music world is is rare. So a lot of times, people, if you're buying a song, look to see who writes it. That's actually who's making the money from that song. And you really you really come away with a sense of, wow, this, this was a powerful meeting of people sharing ideas and ideals about what they wanted the country to be, where the country actually was. And you see different aspects of their individual lives and how the world was against them being the successes that they were. And the real fucked up thing is that by the very next year, two of those people would be dead. Mm. Malcolm X is assassinated and Sam Cooke is actually killed in a very suspicious circumstance um, later that same year. It's very good. If you have Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime video, watch One Night in Miami. The second thing that I watched, which actually ended up being sort of a... uh, an addendum to it is is part of the remastered series and it's called the two killings of sam cook that is 75 minutes long and it talks about sam cook and what he did to further the cause of equal rights through music 
as well as the circumstances surrounding his very mysterious death. Mm-hmm. That is on Netflix. So you go from Amazon Prime to Netflix. And believe me when I tell you, it's a movie that's that's actually going to make you Google some shit. And that's always a good that's always a good thing when you Google some shit and discuss stuff after you watch something. And so even though it takes place, it, you know, in and around the same period as something like Lovecraft Country, which was incredible and I loved it. But when you have a diet of what was happening around that time to people of color, it wears on your soul. This is a movie that makes you kind of realize and be proud. And and it's just very good. I can't speak enough about it. All right. So anyway, that's what I got. That I gave you all I got. Well, sweet. So everybody, please go to that subscribe button. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Go to your interwebs and click on the watchlistpod.com. Go to your contact us page or hit us up on social media at symbol the watchlist pod. Let us know what crap you've watched this week. <laughs> Would love to know like what absolute shit you had to deal with. We are there to actually watch all of this stuff for you so that you do not have to. And make sure this Friday at, I want to say it's at 9 p.m. Central Time, we are going to be joining Larry and the guys on the Interweb Radio live streaming show. So you can hear us live at 9 p.m. Central Time at interwebradio.com. Sweet. Excellent. See, we're spreading our wings. All right. So... Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please, 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 wherever you are, start signing up to get the vaccine for COVID, mask up, be safe, and we appreciate you listening. All right. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye.